Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This episode is called Shaking Out the Charlatan. Well, the Fortunate Four and the Great Ronzoni marched north through the jungle. Lila rode in the Great Ronzoni's front pocket while Bramble and Dinky rode on his shoulders. It was hard going through the twisted, tangled jungle. But the prehistoric predators avoided the giant, and with his long, purposeful strides, they were able to make it through the jungle in a single day. Then they strode across the hot, baking desert of Kuala in another day. Dinky said, well, we should always travel by giant. At last, they could see the shores of Long Lake Kessler in the distance. They reached the lake about an hour before sundown. The fortunate four thought they would stop to camp for the night, but the great Ronzoni wasn't going to rest until he found his fiancée's bracelet. He strode through the woods, peering through the trees, until at last they saw the pirate flag of the charlatan anchored just offshore. Bramble said, that's his ship. He must have gotten it back. The great Ronzoni stared through the trees, seething with anger. Lila said, wait, I have an idea. We'll go on shore and ask him nicely if he'll give us the bracelet. And if he doesn't... Sounds good to me, said the great Ronzoni grimly. So the fortunate four went on to the beach and yelled out to the charlatan. Hey, they shouted, waving their arms. Cannonball Eddie, yoo-hoo! Cannonball Eddie and his pirate crew came to the edge of the deck and peered out at the fortunate four, just barely visible in the dying light. Yo-ho-ho! I managed to get my ship back, the captain cried. Nice move, stealing it from me. But now I'm about to steal you! He turned to his crew. Head to shore and capture those rascals. Please, called Lila. We need that bracelet that you stole from the woman in the future. Ha ha ha! Cannonball Eddie laughed. No way! You're not getting any of my treasure. But it might be the key to save this world from the time quakes, cried Bramble. Oh, what do I care, said the captain. I can travel to other worlds whenever I need to. But we can't, said one of his pirates who were all stick people. We're going to send a boat to shore and take you prisoner, the captain called. So just stay there until we can capture you, please. Thank you. Lila said, pirate crew, you might want to get off the boat now. The great Ronzoni is coming. Cannonball Eddie said, what is a great Ronzoni? Suddenly a giant stomped in from the cover of the forest. He waded through the water, heading for the charlatan. Ah! cried the stick pirates, who all jumped overboard and started swimming for shore. Help! Now the ship was large to the fortunate four and the pirate crew, but it was about the size of a really big model to the great Ronzoni. He was so angry and strong, he was able to lift it right out of the water. He roared, holding the dripping ship over his head. Dinky said, ah, this is so cool. Cannonball Eddie held on to the mast of the ship and said, help, please don't hurt me. The great Ronzoni shook the ship (laughs) until Cannonball Eddie lost his grip. Ah, cried the rotund captain. And then he did a cannonball into the lake. (laughs) The great Ronzoni carried the charlatan to shore turned it upside down and shook it vigorously until all the stolen objects fell out into a pile on the ground. 
and then they saw it. The other half-moon bracelet. That's it, he said wonderingly, lifting the bracelet. That's the other half, that's Kelsey's bracelet. The pirates and the captain stood nervously in the shallows near the shore, wondering what was going to happen next. And Lila said, we're not going to hurt you, we just needed the bracelet so we can save the world. We think it might be causing the time quakes somehow. Oh, said Cannonball Eddie sheepishly. I had no idea. A very nice man named Serve hired me to snatch that bracelet a couple of weeks ago. He paid me handsomely. Lila said Serve was the spirit in the shadows, now known as Lava Muck. Cannonball Eddie shuddered. Oh me, oh my. Lila said, do you have the power to take the great Ronzoni? and his fiancée's bracelet back to their world and their time? Well, yes, I suppose so, but you would be a great hero, renowned through the ages, she added. I, why, I suppose I would be, wouldn't I? He smiled. I've never saved a world before. Cannonball Eddie, the one who saved Magic Woods. Why, I bet they'll remember my name unto the end of time and make statues to honor me. Sure, said Lila. The rotund little captain stared up at the giant man. And what's your name again, sir? The Great Ronzoni. Mm. Cannonball Eddie quivered a little. He was only about half as big as Ronzoni's boot, after all. Yes, well, sir, I will gladly bring you back to your fiancée. Sorry I took the bracelet in the first place. <laughs> no hard feelings, eh? I'm the pixie of petty larceny, after all, I just do what I do. <laughs> the great Ronzoni growled a little, but said nothing. Then he bent down to look at the fortunate four. Well, little ones, it's been fun. I hope you find joy and happiness in all your endeavors. Thank you, they said. Assuming, of course, that your world survives. Perhaps by bringing the bracelet back, we will correct whatever has gone wrong. Lila said, we hope so. Ah, said Dinky, remembering the tickets in his pouch. And they proved to be pretty indestructible tickets. They'd been through sand and water and all kinds of stuff, but they were still looking good. He said, if our world does survive and you and your fiancé want to come visit us someday, here's two tickets to Magic Woods. Bramble said to Lila, where did he get those? Lila said, I don't know. Great Ronzoni said, I don't think I ever will wish to return, but thank you. Think he said, well, maybe you could give them to your kids one day, if you ever have kids. The great Ronzoni shrugged thoughtfully. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, kids do like adventures. You three taught me that. He grabbed the tickets and put them in one of his many pockets. And Dinky said, and maybe you can name your kids after us, your best friends. Hmm, said the great Ronzoni. As much as I'd love to have a son named Dinky, we already have names picked out for our future children. If we have a boy, we're going to call him Jeffrey. And if we have a girl, we're going to name her Jennifer. Dinky said, those are weird names. Bramble said, those are lovely names. And Lila nodded in agreement. Then Cannonball Eddie said, are you ready, otherworld giant? Yes, said the great Ronzoni, his mouth tight. Then I'll take you back. And sorry, 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 sorry for all this rigmarole. I'm not evil, I'm more of a trickster. This was all a big misunderstanding. Let's just go, said the great Ronzoni shortly. 
Cannonball Eddie nodded, and then he and the giant man from another world disappeared. A time quake struck at that moment. The world felt like it was twisting, like almost like it was going to disappear into itself. Ah, cried the pirates and the children. But then all at once, the time quake just stopped. And the world was back to normal. And Lila said, I, I think we did it. I think by sending him back with the bracelet, the world is safe. And she was right. Whatever problem had been caused by the theft of the bracelet had been fixed. There was never another time quake in that world again. Well, that's the end of the story, Shaking Out the Charlatan. The next episode is the last one of season six, and it's called The Next Quest. Goodbye. <laughs>